You're watching Picture This, our photography podcast. We cover history of photography. We give tips on photography. We just have some pretty cool talks about photography. And today, we're going to be talking about whether or not you should do free pictures for your family and your friends. I know you all have been asked. Sometimes you're asked by people and you're like, wait, how do I know you again? We're going to cover it all here, how to handle it, when to say yes, when to say no, and how to say no, along with some dramatic stories from the archives. But first, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. They have beautiful award-winning templates, 24-7 customer support. It's as easy as dragging and dropping. If you can do that, you can make your website on Squarespace. You can get a free trial today, no credit card needed, no tricks like that. Just go to squarespace.com Tony, and you get a free 14-day trial. If you decide that you like it, you can buy it and get 10% off by using our coupon code PORTFOLIO. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you. Okay. It's going to happen. You own a camera. You've shared some pretty good pictures on the social needs. And now everyone is coming out of the woodwork and asking you for free photos. Free. Just straight up free. Sometimes they don't ask for free photos. Sometimes they say, hey, what would you charge for this? But what they're actually thinking is, I don't want to seem like I'm looking for free photos, but I really want them to come back and say, oh, don't worry, we're so close, I will definitely do that for free. No, no, I've had people just be like, I don't have money, but I want things. <laughs> that too? <laughs> yeah, that, that will happen. Um, so the first thing I think we should cover is who's asking. Because for me, there's some people like, no question, yes, you don't even have to ask. You're always there for me. You help me all the time. You help me move my crappy stuff out of my old house and into my new stuff. I totally owe you, yes, a thousand times. And we've done photo shoots for people like that where we're just like, oh, yeah, just come by. We'll do a photo shoot for you. Yeah, we just shot our friend Kevin Gerard. Yeah. And if you're listening, Kevin, we're not making fun of you. <laughs> when In the rest of this video, when we make fun of people who have asked, it's not you. It's not you, Mike. It's other people that we didn't shoot. A lot of this is based on stories we heard from other photographers, too. So I like how you just named two people. Now I can't name everyone. If I did it, I no. did it if because we, I wanted if to. If we did a shoot for you and we didn't name you, then we are talking about you. Yeah, so fun of Mike you. and Kevin, you're good. Everyone else. Tony, come on. Anyway, everyone's had this experience. Uh, the pros of doing it for free is you might get some practice. Maybe you're new to photography, you're not comfortable directing models yet, and you want to have someone sit down and have it be someone that you know and that you're comfortable with. Uh, you could make someone that you like happy. That's why I like doing it. That's why I've done it for my friends and family in the past. They're always there for me. I get a chance to do something for them. It works out. I like it. And also, there's always the potential for word-of-mouth referrals, which has happened to me. So I've done a free shoot for my cousin, and then their friend sees the photos on Facebook, and they ask me to do a paid shoot. So that's cool. It all but works out. You should tell people not to tell other people that, they, that you did their shoot for free. Yeah. Like, promise me you won't tell other people that I did it for free. If anybody asks, I charge you $500. Some amount like that. Yeah. Because otherwise you'll get a whole, once you do one shoot for free. Okay, well then you need to move to the next slide because that's in my cons. <laughs> you could be known as the freebie person and everyone will come to you and ask for free shoots. Um, 
you're working for free. That's obviously a con. And that time that you're spent doing the free shoot and the editing and preparing the shoot, you're going to be missing out on time that you could be doing marketing for your business or a paid photo shoot. So, you know, you want to think about that. Um, another thing is the person might not appreciate the value of the gesture if it's not someone that you really know, if you're actually not that comfortable, if you have trouble saying no, like I do, and then it's this weird uncomfortable thing where they didn't even know what they were asking for in the first place and you've done this really huge favor for a person you don't know well, it could get really uncomfortable. Uh, you could also disappoint a friend if they're expecting the wedding pictures from a magazine that they saw and you're new to photography and you miss focus on half their shots. That could cause problems in a relationship. <laughs> so you really want to consider what you're getting into how it could be a good thing, how it could be a bad thing. We're going to outline all of that. Expectations can be really skewed, right? Sometimes they'll be like, hey, I just wanted to get some pictures like this. And then they'll pull out a copy of Vogue that has some supermodel posing uh, and $20,000 of outfit and gear with hair and makeup and stuff. And like, I thought maybe we'd go down to the train tracks and you could like just snap a quick picture. like yeah. Just like this, though. Yeah, and that, that's kind of stuff that happens with clients, too. But I think... Um, if a client is investing a lot of their hard-earned money into you, then they're, they're researching it. So they're, I think that they're educating themselves as they go, and then they come to you with more realistic expectations. Uh, yeah, and if somebody pays you $250, it's a weird thing. They're much more likely to show up, even though they're paying you and you're working for them. If it's a favor that you're doing, yeah. you'd think they would really go out of their way to take care of you since you're doing them a favor, but oftentimes they'll be super late or whatever. They'll just blow you off. That's my experience. Well, and that's what I'm saying. With they might not understand the value of what they're yeah. what you're giving them, so it could be a weird thing. I what just wanted this? to translate a couple of commonly used phrases that I found. We I built this system out of like quantum computing and artificial intelligence, okay, and okay. stuff. It's pretty sophisticated. So what is it called? The free photo translator yeah if somebody says uh hey take a quick snapshot of me with your big camera it'll just take a second what does that actually mean oh we're gonna do three locations and four outfits i'm gonna show up 30 minutes late and i'm gonna surprise you with several items that i need photographed for ebay also i'm bringing my two cats for portraits because <laughs> one of them is about to die pretty awesome. soon and you know uh Please Photoshop the cat hair out of my outfit. I'm very busy and don't have time for lint rollers. <laughs> also, if you could please use Photoshop to make me look the way that I think I look instead of the way that I actually look. Otherwise, I'm going to be pretty disappointed with the pictures. Uh, I am going to need the pictures by this afternoon. <laughs> uh, a week later, you're going to see me on Facebook asking if anybody knows any good photographers in the area. Dang, Tony, you've been burned, son. Yeah, this is realistic. This is how it goes down. I've heard a lot experience. of stories. I mean, when you talk, when you know a lot of photographers and you talk to them, you hear some things. So, okay. But what I want to say is don't be offended because you're going to be asked. And I think one thing that you have to understand as a photographer is that other people don't know how much work you're doing because there is so much invisible labor. And that means they see you pressing a button. And they have no idea what's going on behind the camera, behind the scenes, before the shoot, after the shoot. They just don't see it. They just not, don't know. And so you can't be offended that they're asking for something they don't understand. I don't think that the person would say, hey, can you come paint my whole bedroom for free if you were a painter? 
but with photography, and also this happens to musicians a lot too, I think they're, they don't understand the work behind it. They don't understand the gear, the training, uh, and the prep. So they think they're asking you to show up for 10 minutes in their mind, press a button, and then pass you some files, which in their mind cost nothing. So they don't know. And everybody is a photographer now, right? They think they know the experience because yes. they take pictures with their phone and they think the difference is you use a bigger camera. But they yeah. think otherwise the rest of the process is identical. Yeah, so you don't have to be upset that they're asking. There are some things that you can kind of do to educate them into knowing what they're asking you. Um, and then you're kind of just leveling things and, I don't know, putting that favor in perspective a little bit. Yeah, so you're saying list out all the pieces of invisible labor. Yeah. All the post-processing, all the prep work that you need to do, all the expensive equipment that you've had to purchase, your insurance and the software that you need. Well, I wouldn't necessarily, if someone says, hey, will you do a shoot for free for me? I'm not going to go, okay, but I did this and I did that. I'm not going to list everything out. I think it helps to know that yourself because when you have a lot of people asking you some, for something for free, you can start to undervalue your own worth and your own work. And I think that as a photographer, you have to remember they're not right assuming that your work should be free and your time should be free. If someone's asking you, you know, a portrait shoot could take 10 hours with prep work, the shoot, the editing, the culling through photos. You don't owe anyone 10 hours of, of your time, of your work for free. That's not reasonable. You would not ask another person to do that, you know, unless it's like your, your mom or something, you know. Yeah, unless you would do 10 hours of yeah. hard work for them, Yeah, like then do that. Like I said before, I've helped people move. But understand the value of your work. You've trained really hard. You, you've invested in a lot of gear. Um, and your time is definitely worth something. And you also need to provide for yourself. If you say yes, and you will and you should sometimes, don't you think? Even with your... Your sad stories, don't you think it's so nice to do that for somebody? Yeah, I, I really do. Especially those people that you know who appreciate it. Like our dear friend Kevin, who would do anything for us. Yeah, and also Kevin is inside the industry. He understands the photographic process and how much work it is. So at least he understands the work involved. And he knows it's not just like quick snap a picture. Well, I didn't do all this with him for that reason. But if you say yes, you'll want to have a protocol for that. Set some boundaries. And by that, I mean, don't just say, yeah, I'll do your photo shoot. Be, I'll see you Tuesday. A lot of people are going to go into it, into it asking for something very simple, and then they're going to get ideas. Well, maybe I want to be in a dress. Maybe I want to be in a tuxedo. Maybe I want my cat there. Maybe we want to be outside, but then maybe we want to be inside. Say from the beginning, yeah, I can do a headshot for you. I have two hours on Tuesday, that means that I can do a 20-minute shoot and then edit probably two to three pictures for you, and that's all the time I really have. And then they know, okay, I have to show up at a certain time, we have 20 minutes to shoot, and then I'm getting two to three digital files. You don't want them coming back saying, can I have all of your files? Can I do, you know, can I get my husband in there now? Can I get my kids with me? They're gonna understand they're giving me two hours of their time, and this is what I'm getting, and then you're setting up realistic expectations for them. Yeah, and you might even rehearse saying no to the surprises that will come up. So you can rehearse to yourself, hey, if they show up and they, they brought their cat and they also want some cat portraits, then I will say, no, I'm sorry, I have something 
that I have to do right after this. I hate I cats. The extra time. I'm, I'm literally going to a cat drowning party after this, so this is kind of conflicting with my agenda as a cat killer. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell it's a common theme that free photo shoots end up growing by the time the person actually shows up, and now it's like five free photo shoots. Um, set your own deadlines too. You know, the person might not understand the post processing that goes into it, so they'll say, Did you get my pictures yet? You know, can you get them to me soon? You might just want to say, I can do your pictures, but I have some other work to do, so I can't get them to you until next week or maybe the week after that. Or, you know, just make sure that you're giving them a reasonable expectation for when you can get their pictures to them. It's another thing where people take pictures and share them instantly all the mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So often people think that. Like they need a professional headshot because they have a job interview this afternoon. <laughs> and so they'll do like, just, if you could just send it right, if I need to send it right to my boss. Yeah, strangely with the people like very close to me when I've done pictures for them, they're just kind of like, take whatever picture you want. That's the favor and get it to me whenever you want. Like a lot of the people I know have been just so chill about it. No bait and switch. So a lot of this preparation we're talking about you're just telling them what to expect because there, there could possibly be a bait and switch. Happened to a friend that I knew. They were asked to uh, video a wedding. It didn't end up working out, but they said, just show up, put it on a tripod. You know it wasn't going to be that way. They want, they want the nuptials. They want, you know, video of the friends and family and stuff. Make it very clear what you're offering them. Or maybe you've negotiated with somebody, I'll take some portraits of you, I need some artistic photos for my portfolio, so be sure you bring the red dress and do this and that, yeah. and then they show up and they're ready for the portraits and they say, oh, nah, I didn't feel like wearing the red dress, so let's just not do that part. Yeah. Not okay. You should at that point like shut it down, like, I'm sorry, we agreed on that. That was all I was getting out of it. You can't take that away. And then the other thing I think is just don't let it catch you off guard. You're going to be asked, so prepare to be asked. And I think that one of the things you can do to be prepared is to put a protocol in place. Um, you cannot be doing free shoots every week, obviously. So be prepared to not do it for free, but to offer a discount. You can have on your portfolio, if you have a Squarespace portfolio or any other portfolio, you can have a pricing page. So if someone comes to you and says, hey, do you do senior portraits? You can say, I do. Here's my pricing page, and I'll offer you a 15% family and friends discount. And that way you're saying, yes, I do it for money, and I can offer you some kind of discount since we're friends. And then you already have it set up, so you don't have to have some big awkward exchange. Um, and you can be prepared to say no, too. I've been asked to do things I don't do. I've been asked to do free weddings. Um, I don't even really like to do weddings, so I'll just say, I don't do weddings, but uh, I know someone that does, and here's their name and number. Yeah, have that referral ready. Yeah. These, these are tips for people who are nice people, <laughs> and your first instinct when somebody asks you something will be just be to say, oh, okay. You know, maybe you don't feel good about just rejecting people, but if you prep ahead of time that no, then you might feel better about just for me out at the moment. For me, it's not even about being nice. I am a people pleaser, but I think it's about having boundary issues. And for me, it's about reassuring myself I don't have to commit to 20 hours of free work because I met someone once in 1999. Like, yeah. I just need to remind myself that and have a protocol. Uh, beware the wedding. You're probably going to be asked to shoot a wedding. 
And before we get to that, let's bring it back to our sponsor, Squarespace, who made this podcast possible. We're talking about portfolios. We're talking about pricing pages. You can try all of that for free now. Go to Squarespace, set it up for free, no credit card needed, and put some pictures in there. Think about what you're trying to sell. Put a product page in. You can put in your prints. You can sell prints to people, or you can show them what you charge. Uh, you can do all that for free. And if you decide that you like it, you can go to squarespace.com Tony, enter the coupon code portfolio and get 10% off of your first purchase. You can go to northropphotography.com and see my newly redesigned portfolio. You do. kind of want to see what they I look like. I like the new template. It's nice. Yeah. It works on all sorts of mobile devices and stuff. It took me like 10 minutes to switch templates. It's it was, pretty quick to... They have a yeah. fantastic system. Thank you, Squarespace. So can I just do another translation here? Oh, okay. We're this get, is right, what we're getting back to people the wedding say, stuff. and then I'll cover what they mean. People say, we can't afford a wedding photographer, and since you're coming anyway, maybe you could bring your camera. But here's okay. what they mean. I want you to show up four hours early to photo, photograph us going to a luxury spa. Um, most of your job is going to be taking group photos with uh, each of our smartphones because we can't be bothered to just take one photo and share it between us. We'll tell you that we just want candid, casual photography, but then mom is going to insist that you spend about 45 minutes doing group photos with every permutation of age, gender, and relationship in the family. Uh, during the reception, we're going to seat you with the, the DJ and the caterer and the justice of the peace. And maybe while you're there, you could talk to them about some business stuff because we're paying them like thousands of dollars. They're making a lot of money off this wedding, so it might be good tips for you. Uh, oh, and um, we're, <laughs> leaving, we're leaving that afternoon for on a honeymoon. So maybe you could just get us the pictures before we leave. That'd be great. <laughs> um, a wedding is a, a lot of work. So, so much work. That's but, why wedding photographers are expensive. That's why nobody wants to pay them. But there's no getting around it. It's a lot of work. I don't even recommend really doing it for free for practice. I think you should be a second shooter first, and then you're working with a professional that's done it before, and they can they can teach you how to take pictures of a wedding. Doing it for the first time for free and being thrown into it is so high pressure. Um, there are a lot of shots people will expect you to get. There are moments that can't be recreated and that you can't miss. And if this is someone asking you for a favor and you do miss those things, I... I would be very uncomfortable with that. That would be tense. Yeah, you can't wing it. I get this email a lot. Somebody says, uh, it'll be Thursday. And they'll be like, hey, I have to shoot a wedding on Saturday. Do you have any tips for me? Yeah. And I want to be like, oh my God, Run. get out of it now. Run. Quick, can you find something? This is too late. You're <laughs> going to ruin this person's wedding memories. And they might be like, oh, we don't care that much about photography. But afterwards, they're going to be like, we don't have any good pictures of our wedding. Everyone says they don't care that much. And I think it's because they've never seen truly awful wedding pictures. <laughs> yeah. I think that they... I think they see those candid like Instagram weddings and they think that someone's just like, oh, look at me, I'm talented or something. Like, it's very, very hard. Um, and then also aside from that, it's a huge favor. A wedding photographer costs $2,500 to $10,000 or more. That's a seriously generous gift. Um, yeah, would you give that much money to them as a gift? Like, are you prepared? Are you that close to them? Or would you be like, whoa, I, I don't know them that much. I just work with the guy. I would do that for a friend. I have done that for a friend, and we had a really good time. Um, I would do that for a family member. I did do that for a family member, actually. But, you know, 
if you're close to them, then they'll understand that and they should appreciate that favor. Can, can I also say, uh, even if you're a really good landscape photographer or wildlife photographer, even portrait photographer, like you're not ready to shoot a wedding. So much of it is knowing where to stand ahead of time and knowing little tricks like you need to make sure you get everybody's drinks out of their hands and get people to throw out their cigarettes before the group photos. It's like herding cats. Yeah, and it, it just takes practice. You can never wing it. But chapter seven in stunning digital photography is all about like quickly prepping somebody for that first favor wedding shoot. Yeah. So I would, and the first thing I say in the chapter is you probably shouldn't do this, but I know you <laughs> might do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, like we're saying, your first wedding probably won't be good. And then with all of these free shoots, they might not like your work, especially if you're doing it for free. So you're rushing so you can do your paid work, which I've actually done before and I've regretted where I'm like, oh, I'll do it for free. I got like mm, 10 minutes and I squeeze it in. Then the person's like, this isn't what I wanted. And I think, why did I do that to myself? You're not putting your best foot forward. You're not giving yourself the time to put your best work out there because you can't afford to because you're not getting paid. So consider that. And especially with a wedding, if you do a good job, it's going to feel like work. You will think that you can show up and enjoy the wedding at the same time, but that's not the case. You're going to be like sweating and exhausted and sober, by the way. I know people like to get hammered at the reception. That's not going to be you if you're, if you're doing a good job. You can pick between enjoying the wedding and being a good wedding When we did my friend's wedding, both. you were actually like the MVP because... <clears throat> I took it as a favor. I was like, I'll get some pictures. By the time they serve dinner, I'm eating and I'm partying. Like, I already decided to check out. Because if you invite someone to a wedding to take pictures, you're basically saying, come to my wedding, but you're not allowed to have fun. And I was yeah. like, I'm not signing up for all that. I'm still going to enjoy myself. But you stayed, you stayed clicking. <laughs> and uh, like you were talking about with the invisible work, all the post-processing that you have to do afterwards, especially with a wedding, is monumental. Weeks, a portrait shoot, weeks, yeah. weeks, weeks. Yeah, it can easily take that. And especially if you're not an experienced wedding photographer, you're probably going to take more pictures than an experienced wedding photographer would. They'll know, oh, three shots, I got that shot, I'm yeah. going to move on. An inexperienced wedding photographer will take a lot of safety shots, and so you'll end up with... 1,100 shots for a wedding. More post-processing because you want to be sure not to miss that moment. So you're mm -hmm. taking more pictures. You have to call through them for more time. It takes a very long time to go through them. Okay. okay. I hope that helped. I hope we haven't completely scared people off of doing free work. You should still do free work for some of your friends. But you should also be prepared to turn down a lot of this stuff and not feel bad about it because it's not okay for people to be asking you for... Like, it wouldn't be okay if they just said, hey, would you... Would you give me 500 bucks? Just straight up give me 500 bucks. Yeah. And that's what it's like if somebody says, hey, will you do a free portrait session for me? And through making this podcast, I kind of realized that a lot of people don't know how to value themselves as photographers. We're going to do another podcast on what to charge for your pictures. Because we talked to another photographer, we're friends with Sam, and she actually shot trying to go pro full time for a while charging an amount where she finally realized she could not live off of that. So in other words, she was trying to do budget shoots all the time, $100, $150 per shoot, not actually adding up how much time it took. A lot of us are guilty of this. I've done this before. You add it up and you realize, I've invested like $40,000 into being a photographer and I'm charging enough to make $15,000, $20,000 a year. Uh, it's something that you really need to think about. So we'll do a podcast on that too. 
Good night. Thank you for watching. I hope you give away some of your free photography to the right people. And hey, I want to hear people's own stories yes. about free shoots that they've done. I want to hear the things that went wrong. I want to hear the things that went right, too. Yeah. Mostly I want to hear the You want to hear I the like things. to make fun of terrible requests that people make. <laughs> Especially those things they spring on you. That's my favorite. <laughs> one extra thing. This is one other thing. <laughs> like an extra hat. They're like, wait, by the and way. Uncle Steve Jobs. Just one more thing. Photograph my 80-year-old dog. <laughs> oh, Tony. Oh, Tony, you've had experiences. <laughs> Thank you, Squarespace, for making this podcast possible. If you'd like your very own Squarespace for free, no tricks, no bait and switches like free photography, <laughs> uh, get your free trial at squarespace.com slash Tony. And if you decide that you like it and you'd like to buy it, you can use the coupon code portfolio and get 10% off your first purchase. Thanks, Squarespace. Until next time. Goodbye, folks. Bye.